Hello and welcome to another CEF Tech Talking Podcast. We've done a few of these now, Dave, It's we? becoming a bit of a tradition now, isn't yeah. it? At the end of an event, just before the set gets taken down, yeah, we get together with a mate <laughs> and we talk about something interesting. Yeah, and, and today we're joined by Dave. Dave, please, for the camera and for everything else, <laughs> confirm your name, rank and number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Dave Clark. I work for Electrium Sales Limited. Um, I'm one of the regional sales managers on the installation and uh, contracting side of the business. Right, so we, we, we need to understand then. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Dave. When we talked about doing this, I said, tell me about Electrium, because I don't really know what they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who, who are yeah. Electrium? <laughs> I had to tell him who Electrium was. Can you tell us who Electrium is? Right, are, OK, please? so uh, a, a quick synopsis. So you've got um, Electrium is owned by Siemens as a group of companies. Electrium is, is, yeah, is the, uh, the holding company. And the individual brands, which are what people will, will recognise, are the YLX brand, Crabtree brand, oh. The Volex brand, the Appleby brand. Some of the historic Some really brands. established oh, brands Oh, massively, in the yeah. yeah. Now, you yeah. knew them yeah. as soon as I, I mentioned them. I knew them immediately. He knew yeah. who they were. They were all in his <laughs> so house. So they were all pulled on together under Electrium, were they? Yeah, yeah, they're all part of the Electrium uh, family. Um, oh. They've got some traditional brands, as you know, and some of the, the, the length of the brands as well. You know, you've got Wilex and Crabtree with over 100 years heritage. Yeah. So, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. going all the way back from Rewirables, B-Breakers, all the way up through the ranges, so... So, so you now represent all of them, do you? I do, yeah. So you've got all logos. You're like Lewis Hamilton here. You've got it all on. No, you've, got, you've got them all on. All the brands are on you, mate. So yeah. now I know when we first started talking about some of these new technology days that we started to saw way back in a previous life, we, we spoke about AFDDs and when they were sort of coming in. You guys were first to market with a lot of this, weren't you? Well, all, yeah, because all my reference stuff was from Schneider when I started to research AFDDs when we did the 18th. So yeah. where does it all come from? Where does it all come from? Yeah, so obviously the parent company being Siemens, the technologies come from the Siemens platform. So the device Sorry, Siemens. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, mate. Don't worry. Don't, we'll upset, forgive you. don't upset the guests. <laughs> Yes, there's always one. Now, there? I, I used to use it as well because your stuff really was the only stuff out there. Yeah. So Siemens had it, and then they. Let it come down to you guys in the brands, did they? It, it did, yeah. So, it, again, um, in European countries, the products were developed and brought to market. So they've already been out in certain locations around um, European markets. Where Ger- Germany was big, wasn't it? Yeah, Germany, Germany for yeah. one. Yeah, and um, the early adopters of it, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, so that technology was obviously come across to the sister company, being under the Electrum banner, and, and branded under the Wilex and the Crabtree uh, platform products. So they've come to market. We've had them into the market for over two years now. So there's been a lot of products installed. So I remember you had the AFDDs combined with the separate protected device. But you were also were. first to market with the one module, were you not? We were, yeah. So again... You've got one to show us here. So here we go. It's a little bit small. You might not be able to yeah, see it. Yeah, I can take it. We'll do some, do some other bits so they can get access to this on your and our website so they can yes. get access to all yep. this stuff. So that's it, look. Oh, oh, it's even so. Although it's only one module, yeah. its size is the same as the old MCBs as well, isn't it? Yeah. So the original one we launched back two years ago was a, like a piggyback device. So it was a two-module device, and then obviously we've we brought the technology on, and that's now down to a single-module device, and it's also single height. So that's exactly the same size as an MCB. Yeah. And we brought that in that's the same technologies. Must admit, that's the so impressive fast. bit that yeah, you've managed to is. get it down yeah, to that yeah. that module. It is, yeah. And the height bit is the big bit for me because a lot of people are saying they don't mind them, but it's taking up the way that they would generally wire in the top of the consumer unit. But that wouldn't, would it? Yeah, Yeah. so again, the the consumer units, when we move from 
from insulated to plastic, con- uh, sorry, from insulated consumer units to metal consumer yeah. units, we actually made the metal consumer units slightly higher, about 30 mil in height. Oh, okay. And then obviously GAT now coped with yeah. the smaller devices. You've mm. got a, a lot of wiring room within the, within the consumer units across the platforms. Mm. Um, so is this still using the original criteria for its AFDD function? There were five criteria that it had to meet. It is, yeah. yeah. So it uses the Siemens Sark technology, and that goes through uh, like a quadrant. I know you use it on one of your slides. We have, yes. We've managed to use that. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't mind, we nick it and use it wherever we can. <laughs> it's quite impressive how it discriminates against commonly occurring arcs, such as light switches and motor oh, commutators. Yeah. It's very clever how it does that. Yeah, so it knows what's a safe arc and what's a non-safe arc and when to trip. And they, within that criteria that five criteria depending on the frequency and the length of it's pretty amazing it it does that Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and also these bits of kit they self-test and stuff like that don't they they do yeah so they run a self-testing facility um and that does it at different times i I believe it's 15 hours so a cycle of every 15 hours so it's it will do it every day and it does we do it over a 15 hour cycle so it's at different periods during the day when you've got different staggers through the 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 cycle of the day and because we're often asked about testing them they say what do we do do we test them how do we test them yeah so what is the process how yeah so effectively uh, within the um the arc fault device you've got an rc uh it's rc mcb rcd and rcbo so the rcbo side Basically, when you install the device, you test it exactly the same as an RCBO. Yep. So that's your testing facility. And then it does its self-testing cycles. And then you've got your test button, the same as what you would have an RCD or an, MC, uh, an RCD, so you can trip it on RCBO. Um, so you're doing your six monthly tests. Or not. Or not. Or not. <laughs> oh, don't, how dare you. How dare you suggest that I don't do them. Well, our survey of thousands of electricians and yes. two so far. I've but, <laughs> but, but the clever part about it is there's 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 – different scenarios so if you get a a trip and you go to reset the device it will go through a diagnostics and there's a little led window at the bottom of the device i just noticed that yeah so where the test button is that is actually a a visual aid as well so when the device is operational it's red and it's running but if you had a a fault condition and you reset the device it go through a diagnostic so it tell you whether it's a serial or parallel arc a over voltage or an rcd fault so when you come into diagnostics and actually check what the issue is you you know you're halfway there with diagnosing what type of fault yeah, condition it is clever clever uh, one thing i've just noticed that i'm sitting here i'm going to play with you've actually sorted out how it connects to the buzz bar as well haven't you uh, sorry that, we, to the din rail we have you've got yeah. that on the bottom there so all you're doing is you're pulling the plastic apart and it sits on the din rail mm. catch better because yeah. that used to be an absolute pain especially if you want to swap just one out yeah. you have to absolutely take the whole board apart just to get one mcb out but you've cracked it here haven't you yeah so that the, there's subtle differences against the platform against wirex and crabtree Crabtree have the clicking yeah, uh, like star. The star breaker yeah. range and then you have the wireless which is didn't mounted we have the cone buzz bars and the fixed buzz bars yeah and the the change in the technology of the um the connection points on them rather than having people putting screwdrivers in and, and popping the device that's it that's what you used to do yeah <laughs> on these now effectively it's it, it, it's it's finger so you can yeah, put you can put, pull yeah. you can pull the device up and it clicks off the back that? of the din that's really good isn't it? so you don't yeah. have to worry about and the, the which used to be the absolute pain was you wanted just to change one mcb and you lost the whole lot the Buzz bar drop out. You all, all the time you were doing this live, <laughs> so you have the whole buzz bar drop out when it's live, and you think, "Oh my god, what's going on here?" And arcing is barking across the road. Like, no, of course it wasn't live. I'm not joking. No, also, definitely not live. Also, off the back of that, what we've done is we we changed the the termination type. So that's actually a, a cage termination is now. So it actually comes down on the device. So you, it's a no miss buzz bar terminal. Oh, so if you're working you talking about high this. level, you can't miss it. So it's it's got to be in to get, make a good connection. Which again. 
improves massively yeah because you do get them where you put that cone buzz bar up back up and you just have one you think it's nice and tight but it's tight on itself not tight on the buzz bar isn't it yeah and you so think, you've got that technology as well in there yeah so that again just helps with with stopping with loose connections and you know dangerous situations that can occur from them do those sorts of innovations come from feedback that you give or do they just come out of the labs anyway they, they come i mean uh electrium as a group of companies and individual brands we have our own test labs so we have ucas standards and acas standards and we also we're always trying to develop you know electrium is is a manufacturer product we don't factor the product so yeah. we design and build it so we're always trying to move the market on and improve the products as we go through i've been to your research that was up at manchester towards manchester yeah. we yeah, went up there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we went there. That's some years ago. That was yeah. yeah, on the way to one another event that we were doing at the particular time. But yeah, <laughs> we popped it. But you also that, that's getting busier up there now. You were telling me last night, weren't you? There's starting to be yeah. more here in the UK than ever before. Yeah. So some of the products were in the group of companies. So if you go onto the wiring accessory side of the business, we're starting to bring more stuff back in house. So if you look at the decorative ranges, we're bringing that back in house. Well, the the, um, rope, the polished bro- rope brass. Actually. I've done a job where I put a load of it in and recently I got a job taking it all out. <laughs> I didn't want it anymore. So I'm going to weigh it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah so there's all that's going to happen back in the UK, is it? Up, it is. up at Manchester or some of the other yeah, sites? Yeah, over at Wivenshaw, Henley Green and the Manchester plants. So, yeah, yeah, great. And you've got one more bit of kit to yeah. show. Yeah, so, so the other device there is one of the surge protection devices. Again, it's coming in alongside the regulation. Yes, we see it We've, mentioned in our regs a lot now. Again, we've had the, the technology when we first come to market a couple of years ago with this, it was a two-module device. Yes, These are, it was, these are yeah. type two. We yeah. managed to work on that and improve the technologies in there and, and shrink it down to the same size as a breaker again. That's great, isn't it? It's so it's a yeah. one-module now. So one only yeah. one module, yeah. one way out of your consume unit yeah. is taken up with the type yeah. two SPD. It's a type two. And the wow. beauty about the product as well, it's got a really high um, withstand and a clamp down. So we're working sort of 20KA on that device as well. Um, and it it's internally fused up to 100 amps. Oh, brilliant. So you don't so have to worry about that. So a lot of people yeah. we see now do I have to put a 16-amp MCB or link it through. You yeah. don't need Yeah, so you don't need a 32-amp breaker to run this device. So it keeps it single module, keeps Excellent. additional ways in the boards, and it's all about oh, brilliant. lots of clients I speak to. It's all about future-proofing. Yes. Lots of people are moving that's more it. towards RCBOs yeah, rather than RCDs. Yeah. So more ways in we the saw boards. it today. Hands yeah. went up when we asked the question, didn't And they? the regs are now talking about it. Yeah, and well. again, off the back of the regs as well, you know, with the prosumers and people generating themselves yeah. and solar PV, car charges, all these additional things going into distribution. It's got to be managed. So it's yes, as future-proofing these to allow as many ways spare in the board. And it's you nice that as many ways you can, but it's a modular change as well because they do wear out, don't they? they, it, they it is, yeah, yeah. So again, it is important to look at them, the, them clamp-down figures, so the high withstand, the low yeah. clamp-downs as well. Uh, for the longevity of the product. But again, if the product does come to point, you've got a, a, an indication a red, on there. says any red replace. Yes. So they you are, can, they you are can perishable devices, aren't they? Well, yeah, they're, 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 yeah. they're, they're absorbing to, energy. Yeah, that's right. To, they, they to do it. So, yeah. Now, what's the green bit on top of here for, mate? So, yeah. I want so, that. So, <laughs> so is this, you're giving some sort of output on there, are Yeah, you? so that's an auxiliary. So if you if you really wanted to wire it into an LED or a buzzer, you can. Ah, so you know that it's ready to... Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of these things, they're, they're great. And I can see the green indicators now. But when I install it and close the lid on the consuming it, I can't mm. see it anymore, can I? Yeah, yeah. So that's a, a, to have the ability then. Yeah, well, I've seen lots to, of distribution boards where they've got an LED on the outside. Yeah, that's it's what like, this is for. That yeah. allow you to go to that, wouldn't it? It looks an absolute fantastic bit mm. of kit. And I know mm. for well that you guys have been working really hard to make sure 
not only that you're first to market, but you've got something that is worthwhile being in the market. So this yeah. is absolutely brilliant. And we're always trying to push the boundaries, you know, with it, with us being a manufacturer, we're always trying to design and look at the next thing and, and where we're going with the product to, to improve the market and safety. So you've been displaying this at Tech Talks. How you found the Tech Talks? Fantastic. Um, really good I mean, events. You've got, you've got to say that because you're here, aren't you? I am, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're really good venues. They're really good venues. We've and found, we all, some, found yeah. some good venues and last night was all right as well, wasn't it? It, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those who can't tell, he's suffering a little bit today. <laughs> I've not done too bad today, to be fair. I have had about six pints of water. Like, <laughs> your fault. Your fault. Back to the subject. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> what, what's the interest be? Because we're, we're talking about the uh, about surgical protection devices. Yeah. What's the interest been when they come out of the talks? Um, the interest has been really good. So you know when you guys have covered about Surge and ArcVault because we get a flood at the table. <laughs> um, it works, we, we, Yeah, it does. So you, you must be covering something, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously the guys, they're, they're keen to understand the technologies out there. I think a lot of people are taken back by the devices that we've got being small individual size wiring room the compatibility as well and then the differences between the crabtree versions and the wilex versions being the load stars um and the interchangeability of the product so yeah it's really good interest so are you finding that you're still selling lots of split load consumers or nowadays is it really people going over to these these rcbos yeah you, you you've seen i suppose since the start of the uh, the First Amendment and the 18th Edition Amendment, you've seen a slow phasing, I suppose, um, more to either high-integrity type boards, away from a dual RCD type board, yeah. and then moving on, I suppose, as the regulation comes through, and more in Amendment 2, mm. uh, moving on to main switch RCBOs. Yeah. Um, again, it's future-proofing, more ways in the boards, wiring room, um, individual circuits again, um, easier more to identify. Yeah, we've seen a lot more of it. I mean, every time we ask the question, Dave, more yeah, hands go well, up. Don't today they? it was a sea of hands that yeah, went up yeah, yeah, CBS. Nearly all yeah. around here are converted already. And again, one of the regs talking about um, the changes from AC to A type. Oh, yeah. How's that affected that, you guys? Yeah, you know, it has been, I suppose it's a market shift. You've, you've seen more devices going into the home that are having dc so you could potentially have some sort of blinding on yeah. some of the devices so you've seen the market move into more a type devices mm. um so yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, you're gonna be you're gonna, you're gonna be absolutely swamped in you with the with people demand for those yeah. because at the minute they've been fitting ac for years i mean i know that you actually as a manufacturer you've made the change quite a while haven't you to start to embrace the type a instead of type acs yeah we have obviously with with, with the size of the business and the turnover and the, and the quantities of products that we have we've yeah. had to start that change quite early on to, yes. to face some of that product through the marketplace um so we, we, we've done that and as well as coming on to the change from dual rcd high integrity type boards and the uh, the regulation reference in regards to 30 milliamp and um, meeting the requirements. Yeah, so it's 30% the safe- of the 30 milliamps, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so it's almost, people are going, well, if I go to main switch RCBO, you've covered that anyway. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're yeah. Separate, independent, future-proofed. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You've, you've, that's where the shift has come from. And you're, yeah, you're going to get a lot more demand now because when people are doing their EICRs, finding... AC type, yeah, yeah, they're going to say, go. yeah, you you might have yeah. to have them out and put put yeah. some type A's in. So yeah. so yeah, you're going to be flogging a fair few of them, mate. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so do I. I call them beers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, it's been welcome. a fantastic tech talk, fantastic podcast for yeah, everyone really to listen good. to as well. Really interesting. And uh, thank you for listening to another CF Tech Talking podcast.